This is Dream Big with Dina Budano. I'm creating this podcast to give us a space to bring all your ideas to the table. Hey, everybody. Happy, happy new year. Woohoo! We are done with the old and on to the new, but I am super excited to be with you today, be with you dreaming big for 2021. So here is the first podcast episode, Dream Big with Dina Budano in 2021. And I absolutely love my guest. I just met her on Zoom. I've We've been friends on Facebook for a little bit, but I just connected with her on Zoom and I was telling her we need to do a podcast. She has great energy. We are just um, having so much fun already chatting with each other. So I am happy to introduce Laura Radliff. She's Australian, but lives in Wyoming. And oh my gosh, you guys are in for a treat. Oh, Dina, thank you so much for having me on the show. I love your energy. <laughs> ah, thank you. I know. we. It's so amazing how you can be on Zoom and mm-hmm. feel each other's energy. Like, that's yeah. incredible to me. That has a lot to do with just our brain, our chemistry, like we were chatting about earlier. Absolutely. So go ahead and let everybody know who you are and what you do. Great. Okay. Well, my name is Laura Ratliff. I'm obviously Australian. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Aussie, fun. (laughs) (laughs) I am married. I I live in Wyoming. So I do have family in America, but I I did move here for my husband. He's a business owner and we had the conversation early on. So should I move my network or should you? (laughs) And I'm like, no, I'll move my business because I can build another network. (laughs) But yeah, hallelujah for Zoom calls and uh, internet. We can definitely live through a, you know, COVID and still mm-hmm. rock our business and still get our words out. So there you go. So a little bit about me. I um, I was really shy when I was five. So my mom put me into acting class. I went on and did a whole bunch of dancing and acting as a child and built my business around the skills that I learned. Uh, so I had a kids entertainment company for 10 years and now I, I work, uh, obviously that's just closed momentarily in 2020, mm-hmm. you know, what 2020 was like, let's not talk about that again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I work as a stylist, I dress ladies in beautiful accessories and I'm launching a book actually, um, which is all about success mindset for teenagers and the profits mm-hmm. are going to a non, uh, not, not for profit organization, the children's international, uh, um, beautiful, beautiful organization. Been around for 80 years. They they provide programs for kids in poverty. So all the profits will be going to them to help kids um, in poverty. And hopefully in the near future, the work that we do together will stop poverty because that's what I'm passionate about and driven to do. So it's a little bit about me in a nutshell. <laughs> yes, I love that so much. And I'm totally aware of Children's International. What a great um, nonprofit to to support and connect with wow that's cool so kind of walk walk us through just um you know we're here all about dreaming big and being in that space so you know when you were little did you dream about um you know what you're doing now currently like is it something that you had dreamt about um you know kind of walk me walk me through 
how you got to where you are today with your business and just even like writing a book too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you from the bottom of my heart for putting on this podcast for, for, for one, because it's so important that we share our dreams and our thoughts, because I believe this is what creates your world. Uh, When I was five, I was super shy. So I, if you had to ask me at, you know, 36, 37, would I be living in America with a man of my dreams, building my business, helping kids in poverty? I would probably be like, what? <laughs> but that's a five-year-old, right? Um, but I did, I did have thoughts in my head, constant thoughts as a child. I always was very curious is the perfect word. I was curious of what the world was like, why we were here. Like I wanted to know, was it just... Um, building a house and having kids, although that is wonderful and I'm I'm doing that right now. <laughs> um, but was that why we're here was my thoughts. And so even as a young five-year-old being shy in this world, I always had the thought of there must be something more. That was constantly the words in my head as a child. So um, my mom put me into acting class and then through the years, I would always follow my nose and do the things that I liked because I was very blessed with having amazing, amazing parents who put me into activities that I liked and they would be, be very um Uh, They would ask me all the time, do you love doing this? Is this what you see yourself doing in a couple of years time? And that's how they kind of taught me as a child to (laughs) always do the things you love to do. And uh, don't quit if you think you're not good at it. Keep on going as long as you keep on loving what you're doing. So great lessons for my my parents. Thank you, mom and dad, if you're listening. But yeah, from all the activities that I learned from a child, I, I took those and built my business and so forth. So to answer your question and to, to be very direct, yes, I had dreams. I didn't know that it would be this life. However, I always thought there must be something more and I was curious to learn about it. So that's what, and, and my drive, my my thoughts of I always want to do what I love was always very conscious in my world um, from a young age to my teens to later. Of course, you kind of get derailed as a teenager a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But You know, I'm in a good space now. So 37 January is actually my birthday on the 19th. So yay. (laughs) I I have a son who's on January 20th and he will be Uh, You're going to be shocked, but he will be 23. So I have a 23. I have a 26 and a 23. We'll have 23 and a 21 year old. So (laughs) too young. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Got good genes, girlfriend. (laughs) Thank you. And good month to be born. January is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So how long did it um, take for you to get started in your, in your industry, kind of walk us through, like, I know those teen years, you know, they are all about exploring and learning, and you know, taking information in, but it, all of that would service you to where you are today. So yeah, what kind of walk us through that? Yeah, so it was my performing arts that really took me through my teen years because I was always doing activities with my dancing, my acting and so forth. And um, even the tough times, like I I did go through a divorce with my mom and my dad. So even those periods, I was always focused on my performing. See, again, focus on what you love and everything will 
work itself out. <laughs> Everything <laughs> always works itself out. I love it. Um, but you got to be open to seeing the great things that we can learn from in life. So, um, yeah. So when I was early twenties, I actually lived and I went overseas. I went to London for three months and then I spent three months in Canada, which was only supposed to be three months, but it turned into three years. Uh, I loved it so much. I worked as actually, I know that you are a waitress for a long time. I worked as a waitress in my early twenties whilst I was serving in Canada and then snowboarding on the hill and just living life and figuring out what I wanted to do. So I was there for three years and I thought I was going to stay in Canada, but um, I, I knew that my granddad wasn't well. So I asked, actually, I asked a question to myself. Uh, well, you can call it God or you can call it universe, whatever you want to call it. I asked a question. I said, should I stay in Canada? And my body told me, no, you need to go home. So I'm glad I did. I got two years with my granddad before he passed away. So I'm very thankful for those years. But um, so because I was led home, spending time with family, I, with my performing arts career, I decided to go back to acting and get an agent. And that's what I did. However, the acting work there's a lot of empty space in between waiting for the next casting call. If you're an actor listening to this, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so I got a job on the weekend as a uh, professional party fairy, if you will call it that. And yeah, and I worked for this little company. They had like six fairies. Um, a lot of them were uh, childcare workers and I was the actress, right? Who got to learn how to do face painting, balloon twisting and magic and all that stuff. So I learned very quickly how good I was at this. I, I don't know why I obviously was, the journey was meant to take me there because mm -hmm. kids just resonate with high energy <laughs> and I have a lot of it. So very quickly working for this company for a short amount of time, I, I noticed like some of my friends were like, you should do this. Um, one person in particular said, you need to have your own company. You're getting all the referrals for this other company. You're, they're good, but you're really good. <laughs> and so I was like, I can't do that. Listen to this. I can't do that. I'm not a business person. I'm a performer. I'm an actress. I cannot have my own business. So for six months, I was telling myself, no, no, no. But mm -hmm. this person kept on saying it to me a little bit like what you told me before we got on about the person telling you, um, dream big. Mm -hmm. Well, that person instilled belief in myself. And I was after six months of no, no, no. The person was like, you really should, you're really good. And I, after that time, I believed in myself. I started my own company. I launched my website within two weeks. Listen to this. I love this. Within two weeks, I started, I had, I had nothing for two weeks. My mom was like, don't start your own business. You don't know what you're doing. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> keep on working for someone else. Okay. So, but this one person gave me the belief. And so I believed I could. So I did. Okay. I believed I could. Yes. So I yes. I did. I launched my website, had nothing for two weeks. The first booking came, we came in after two weeks. And then that person again came back and said, so how many parties, like weekend parties do you need to survive? And I thought about the financial and I was like, yeah, I need three three on the weekend would help me survive. So I got that within a very quick time. I think it was like six months. I got three parties and every single weekend I was working three parties and 
I think the Australian amount was $900 Australian. Like that was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So I was very comfortable working two days a week doing three parties. And that's an hour party, by the way. (laughs) And so I'm like, I have like, who cares about acting? This is what my calling is. And then very quickly, I realized I can't do all the bookings that were coming in. So I had to learn how to train, how to act and so forth. So that's how I started my business. I believe I was called to do what I, what I, what I did. And for 10 years, I trained entertainers, um, actors, out of work actors to do the weekend business. And um, I, a lot of them actually went on to create their own business. So it was through my passion and being open. And that one person that, that put belief in my heart, Mm -hmm. I then on and, um, and geez, at one point I had an office in, I don't know, you don't know Australia, but there's an area in Australia in Sydney called Chatswood. I had a corporate office there. Like I was, I was pinching myself, Deanna. I was like, you kidding me? This girl, this timid little five-year-old girl has created a business (laughs) Australia wide it went on for 10 years and I launched it into Utah. I just couldn't believe it. So there you go. That's my story um, of how I started my business. So I'm sorry if I got off track there, but I no, <laughs> Nope. This is perfect. I love, I love how this is just flowing and I didn't know that story. So I was really into, you know, hearing it. And that is so amazing. Like what you did and just that fear you must have had to face to do that. So good for you. I want to, you know, celebrate you because your life at that point could have gone one way or another way. Can I just ask one thing in there before you ask another question? I I think this is really, really important to share as well. Words are powerful. Like words that other people Mm -hmm. tell us are powerful and we have to protect ourselves from words. Um, Negative words are very destructive. And I know you always hear, you have to be positive. You have to be positive, but be real, be real. But the thing is, when we control our mind, we can achieve our dreams. And so don't listen to other people's words because they don't know sometimes, or maybe they do, but just don't listen to the words. Always connect with your heart. Do what feels right. Mm -hmm. Um, but be mindful of your own words that you tell yourself as well, because they can be very destructive. And where we hear words, we hear them on TV, we hear them on radio, we hear words everywhere. We hear them from your spouse, from your mother, from your dad, my own mother, you know, but I love my mom. She, her, her intention is always to support and nurture me and love me. Um, but don't listen to other people's negative thoughts because if they become the, if you accept them and they become yours, they prevent you from doing the things. And I only know this because I look back at my life and I learn from my past experiences. And so I can share that knowledge with people. So be protective of other words that come into your life and be protective of your own. Always go with what feels right. And if it's a negative uh, talk, down, down talk, talking down, mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, block it and how we do that is just by saying oh I say this to myself no devil I don't accept that no I don't think so and I block it and then I replace it with a positive thought and that's how I live so I didn't know that and and for a little bit in my teens if you will I was doing that to myself and I wasn't going for casting calls in my early 20s because I was like oh no I won't get it and all this stuff so just be aware and control it and how you do it is block it 
somehow, yeah. whatever works with you. You don't have to call yeah. it the devil if it doesn't work for you, but it does for me. So <laughs> I hear you. And I had to do the same thing. That's something that I started instilling in my life about seven years ago. I took a class on, um, it was called Image Unlimited, and it was all about replacing that negative narrative that you let you just live with. And it's just there. And I started filling it back up with positive affirmations. And, you know, you still, I still want to fill things and, and allow things to be there, but I don't allow it to control me. So I'm always turning that around, turning those thoughts around. That's awesome. but yeah, but just how powerful people's words are, mostly the words that I was saying to myself. And I know a friend of mine taught me this and I love it. My friend Maria said, Dina, if you wouldn't say it to a friend, don't say it to yourself. Oh, that was a big one too yeah. with my life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going so, to be very uh, protective of where my kids spend their time and I, I mm -hmm. won't be giving them a cell. This is just my choice as mm -hmm. a parent. And my mm -hmm. husband agrees to, um, they're not going to get access to the internet until they're 21 in America, right? <laughs> to at least legal age, just because it's uh, it, it destroys your mind if you see something or or hear words. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's not good. So yeah. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, walk us through your first client. So so to me, kind of like where you were standing that those two weeks, you had that party planning company you had started. So you went two weeks and then you had your first client. So walk us through, how did that feel? Were you like, what did I get myself into? Were you afraid? You know, walk kind of walk us through what that felt like to work with that very first client. So you have to remember I was 25 when I launched my business. So, um, I was very excited. I was jumping up and down. So I didn't have as much negative talk as what happened when I turned 30, for example. <laughs> I don't know what happens when you turn 30, but something does. Um, maybe the world is, is heavier at 30. But at 25, it's really light and you're excited. So I was like, yay, <laughs> jumping up and down, super excited. But as I learned, I, I kept on learning and evolving in my business system, I just realized that I needed a system. So I knew the next step that I could, and, and this was just organic. It just felt right. I needed to. Um, and then later on, I learned in marketing and business systems that this is what you do anyway. So I just naturally had it in me to know that I needed to take my, my customer on a journey. So I needed to, um, email them a confirmation when they booked a party. I needed to call them before we arrived. Like I needed to know the next step and I needed to tell the customer the next step as well. And then I always, uh, later on, I learned that you have to have a, um, a customer touch point um, and emails are great for, they don't read it, but they see your name. So they, they associate and they think about you. But I then later on implemented a card system. So my follow-up, um, was cards. And so I was appreciating my clients. And over the over 12 months, my new clients would get five cards. And then that would build the relationship with my customer. And then in 12 months time, when the birthday is from five to six years of age, <laughs> then I would get another booking because at the beginning year, if year one of my business, I would get the party booked and then they wouldn't book the next year. Mm -hmm. And I figured it out because I 
didn't remember me because I wasn't doing the touch points over the 12 months. So I invested, I think it was like $12 Australian, including postage and stamps for 12 cards to go out to my customers. And then, and then abundance happened. I would get referrals and repeat business and that's how I built my business. So, yeah. Mm, Love that. Love that. Um, So with just what's going on currently, you close the doors. And so is this something that you're going to pick back up or are you kind of now kind of looking at shifting gears and, you know, maybe pivoting a little bit? Um, Kind of walk us through that. Okay. So Dina, as a 25 year old, I started my business, not knowing I was building a business. (laughs) (laughs) I was just wanting to get work for myself. So I had that business for it's 10 and a half years, really. And um, COVID happened in 2020, as we all know. And I started to do to do um, events again. And I just realized all it takes is one person to say you gave me COVID for Mm -hmm. there to be legal, legal things happen. So I was just like, I don't want to go down that path. Let's just close the doors for now and we'll see. So the website's still up and everything. We're just not taking Mm -hmm. in-person events. We do, we can do the online events. However, I'm, I will be transitioning to it because I'm very passionate about helping children with mindset and knowing mm-hmm. about emotions and feelings. So now instead of doing party company in-person events, I'm actually going to be launching in 2021 a Fairy La La Land book for children. And so Fairy La La will go through a journey with her friend Pirate Wigglebottom, Superhero Dave, and... Um, and uh, Gosh, there's another character. I'm blanking, but we'll get back to that. Um, And each character brings their own specific traits that give lessons to children to be to understand about life and the mindset and the brain and how it all works and friendships and appreciation and gratitude and all that good stuff. Um, So I'll be launching a a book in 2021 for children for Fairy La La Land and and we'll also continue to do a YouTube show. So I started doing a show and then 2020 hit and things got hard (laughs) with the COVID around. But um, but yeah, we, we, so no in-person events, but it will be a YouTube channel. So love it i love it and i don't think i shared this with you um because we just met but i do have a grandson who will be two in march so it'll be really fun congratulations yeah he'll love it superheroes pirates oh pirate wiggle bottom that's the one i forgot (laughs) oh love it pirate wiggle bottom gets so excited that he wants to dance (laughs) (laughs) i can't wait for that to come out that's so fun well, um, I just kind of want to know what is that key motivator for you doing that, for you kind of shifting and moving into that? Like, um, what do you want to see come out of that, come, come um, through your books and through the, that next journey for you? So I think it's really important to teach and educate not only our generation, but the ones to come, because if we don't educate and give them a great foundation, then the future world is going to look a little bit dim. So I believe that we all are put on this world for something great, um, whatever that is. And if that word great sounds scary to you, then I, I believe we're put on this world for a purpose. Maybe that sounds better for you. Um, so 
the purpose for me is to educate kids and know that your mind can create your reality and you can achieve your dreams, whatever that is. If that's having children, wonderful. If that's writing a book, fantastic. If it's going to be the king of Sheba, awesome. Um, so, so in, it, it is my pur- purpose to help the younger generation. So I'm doing that through Fairy La La Land, but I'm also doing it through my teenage book. And, and we just mentioned that, um, earlier on, it's all about mindset and success and all that kind of good stuff through fun stories though. It's not boring, <laughs> but so that's my purpose. And I didn't learn my purpose until I was halfway through my business where I realized how much I love kids. And then, um, I, I learned about the human condition and how we achieve our dreams and how we live and all that good stuff so I realized that this information is so important to educate so I was like that is my purpose and my mission so I didn't learn it if if I didn't start my business I wouldn't have learned Mm. that information at all so it's just something that I learned so I'm passing it on to the kids so that they can have a great world because the technology that we have is great but it's also got a dark side too so I'm I'm rising above and being the light for our future generations so there you go yes love that so much love it all right well this is just kind of my last question I have loved our conversation today it's so good um so this is just my favorite question to ask for every podcast guest it's just you know, the reason why I, I wanted to start this podcast is to be in that dream space. So we're always um, dreaming of things constantly, new things, and especially those of us who really do dream big. And so I want to know, you know, kind of what's next. You kind of alluded to that, but I want to know, like, you know, speaking it out, as you know, is so powerful. So what's your next big dream? It's, it's always going to be the same mission that I've had. I'm just going to keep on being open to seeing what where I go. Mm-hmm. Um, I've really achieved my dreams in 2020. It was a crazy year. I won Mrs. Australia International 2020. I wrote my book, yes. I'm Helping Kids in Poverty. And that was really my mission. So going forward in the next five years, I will have a couple of kids. I'll have twins, hopefully. Me and my husband really want twins. We'll have a couple of dogs. Uh, So that's really on the pipeline to have a family now because I'm 37. (laughs) Yes, uh, Yes, family's good. But yeah, but I'll continue to speak, um, share the the knowledge for children and, um, and yeah, and really putting the foundation for my family unit is the next dream so yeah so that in the next five years you'll see my own family and I'll just continue to do my my work and oh what I forgot to mention with the internet the children's international organization um obviously when we can travel again um I will be going to the areas that my book has donated uh funds to and I'll be documenting 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 there you go that (laughs) So I'll be taking photos um, with the families and uh, sharing their stories of um, of the journey that we've we've taken, and hopefully we can stop poverty in the next. It would be amazing if we could stop mm. poverty in ten years. Like that would be ideal, and it's scary a little bit, but it's exciting. Mm. 
to do this work with this organization. And I chose them because they have been in business for 80 years. And um, they came from a place of um, building hospitals in areas where uh, there was a lot of poverty. Um, they'd build the hospitals and then they'd kind of walk away and then and whatnot. But they've realized in the, in the last 10, 20 years that their approach needs to be more holistic so that they can put the funds into an area, they can teach them how to be self-sustainable and then they can walk away knowing that they've done really great work and they've helped the communities and so forth. So they do work all over the world. Um, do go check them out, uh, thechildreninternational.org. And, um, and yeah, I'll be posting the stories of these communities in the next sort of five years um, on my social media page. So that that I guess that will be including having kids will be my huge goal and it scares me, but it's exciting because I know that my whole mission is to be 80 years old, 90, hundred, whatever it is when I'm passing away and look back at my life and know that I did something that's going to help future generations. And that's what drives me forward. So I love it. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I have so Loved our conversation today. You're very inspiring. I'll make sure everyone gets to um, find you and connect with you, whatever you know, platform that they that you're on and they're on. Um, but just thank you so much again, Laura. It's been fun being in this space with you, dreaming big. I I'm just gonna be um, just the rest of the day, just in you know, in this bubble of just goodness and joy. So. I thank you. Pleasure. And thank you for inviting me to come talk. It's been a pleasure. So thank you. <laughs> and thank you to everybody who's listening. Just know that our world needs you to dream big. That's just been um, what I've been speaking out. And so I speak a blessing over your life that you would dream big and pray bigger with us because our world needs you. So thank you, everybody. Happy New Year.